So in our conversation today, we talked about living in this age where there are so many distractions, whether it's you know, the phone pinging with a text message from a friend or a push notification from any of our social media sites that we follow or Pinterest sending us a new recipe or Yelp telling us about a new restaurant. There's something, there's always something. There's always an opportunity to be distracted and to stay in this place of busyness. And sometimes when we look at being busy, it's not just the things that we're doing, but it's where our mind is. It's the racing of our mind and the thoughts that that just kind of take us. Like we talked about vain imaginations and it's just so easy to get caught up in that kind of thing because our whole world is in the palm of our hand. I find that the noise isn't necessarily always from the outside as much as it's from the inside. Wow. Mm, the good. noise is, it's its mm-hmm. my thoughts that are racing. It's my, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the what's going to happen and did I, you know, and I still have the to-do list, but it's different. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not as, um, as simple as it once was. A few weeks ago, my pastor shared a message in church and he held up his phone just like this. And he made a statement that was so profound. He said, is it any wonder that we struggle with control when our whole world is in the palm of our hand? And I thought it was such a visual image to our life. My whole life is here. This is how I talk to my son who lives out of state. This is how I connect with my friends who I haven't seen in 20 years. This is how I read the latest news article or come to find out what's happening in the city and what do I want to do on the weekend? I mean, it's all here. Everything is here. And there's this temptation to get caught up, to control, to look to this to define us rather than to look to the Lord. And I also shared about how God's been nudging my heart, how God's been leading me to completely disconnecting and how kind of scary that seems because I didn't realize until I actually started to give it a second thought how much security can be found here too. Security in knowing that I'm wanted, that I'm needed, that I have something to say, that I have something to offer, that I'm valuable, that I'm worthy. We can find that sometimes easier in the places of distraction, easier in other people's voices than we can in the voice of our Heavenly Father. And so... When we read in the scripture in Isaiah that Jesus says it's in quietness and in trust that we find our strength, we need to soak in that for a little. I need to soak in that for a little because if truly it's in quiet, it's in the quietness in those moments when I'm completely undisturbed, that I find my confidence, that my trust grows and I find my strength in the Lord, Shouldn't that be more important? Shouldn't that be something worth sacrificing for? And so again, it's the shift in perspective. Not to say that it's bad. I'm I'm not denouncing culture or social media or the ability or even the connection because as human beings, we were created to connect. But our heart's cry should be first and foremost to connect with our Heavenly Father and then with the world around us. Because when when our perspective is right, oh my gosh, seriously, that's me. I was actually just looking up really quickly some statistics about um, how many times we're interrupted today, just like in a day, just with our phones. And it says on average, 
we get 49 push notifications a day. The average person gets 94 text messages a day. That's not, that's the average. So that's not talking, you know, the person who uses their phone for work. That's mm -hmm. not talking, you know, the person who relaxes on their phone. I mean, think about it, how many times, you know, and that's just with the phone. That's not talking a phone call. That's not talking work me. I mean, it's just, it's, that's 150 interruptions or, mm -hmm. or moments a day that your phone is pinging you, mm -hmm. you know? And it's just interesting to even think about talking about being quiet. All of my connection happens here. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when God's word says that it's in the quiet place, that it's in the place that's undisturbed, that we find strength. It should shift our perspective. It should shift the way that we think about the importance of where we connect. Our connection should come first and foremost from God, our Father, from the Word of God. That's where our connection should happen first. And then that spills over into worship. And then that spills over into every area of our lives, our relationships with our spouse and with our children and with our friends and, and with the people that God's put in our path to impact. And if we're not connected to God first and we're looking outside of God and we're looking to other things to fill us and to, and to, and to make us feel valued and worthy and needed, we're missing out. We're missing out on what God would have for us. And that quiet is worth sacrificing for. It's worth turning it all off so that we can hear clearly the voice of God, that we can clearly tune in and focus in and let him give us fresh eyes to look at the circumstances that are happening in our lives, to give us fresh eyes to look at maybe the, the issues, the things that we're struggling with, the things that God wants to change in us. His word promises that if we draw near to him, he'll draw near to us. And so my challenge would be, will you make the choice to come near today? Will you make the choice to come near because God promises that he will meet you there. And in that quiet place and in the place of rest, you will find strength and salvation. That's, that's his promise for us. Today.